Welcome to all new episode of the Immaculate Vibes Podcast. My name is James. I'm joined with my co-host Jose, and today we have two guests today by of Kenny at Kenny eight one seven, and then we have Rick at Rick forty one. What's going on, everybody? You y'all you all know who these two are. We're glad to have these two here. Oh, I ain't nobody, bro. <laughs> You're bigger than me, man. No, you no. live you live rent free in half of Mavs Twitter's heads. Oh Lord. <laughs> You're bigger than me, man. Uh, staple. Y'all are funny. Y'all are funny. So starting off without naming the category, give me your top five. What do you mean? Top five and what? Top yeah, top five what? Anything without naming me the category, you give me your top five. Um. Okay. Okay. Texas, California, New York, Florida. Uh, what's another one? Georgia. So these are top five states. Top five states. Every, all the other states don't matter. I can see that. Having lived in Georgia, I'll, I'll argue that Georgia is not top five. They got Atlanta, bro. Well, without Atlanta, Georgia would be Alabama. <laughs> so um, I lived. In, I, I lived in Macon, so like we're at the crime rate. Like one out of like nine people are going to be the victim of a violent crime. So <laughs> that might be why I don't like it. Yeah, I've been to Georgia. I have nothing bad to say about it. I had a good time there. I'm just saying. Besides Atlanta, what else does Georgia have? I mean, you got Augusta. Right. Peaches. I got John John Collins. I'll take that. Up until this season when he he joins uh, you know, the Dallas Mavericks. We can only hope. What about you, Rick? Without naming the category, what's your top five? Um I'll go your route. Let's say I'm gonna go Chick fil A, Jack in the Box. Mm. Canes, Waterburger, and throwing Wendy's in there. So top five fast food? Yeah. Okay. How the hell is it Whataburger up there not in and out? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What? I mean, I just don't know how. I The one thing I can't stand about living in Texas is just Whataburger bullshit. I mean, Thank, thank, thank the good Lord above. I live two minutes away from an In-N-Out burger, so whenever I want to go good burger, I can just you know head down the street. I'm that's disgusted. Not, that's <laughs> self care. Disgusted. Love I have, myself more. I have a question about In-N-Out though, because people here say it's not the same as it is in California. Is that true? I've had it both. I I, mean, I think it's the same. It's just it's, it's delicious regardless. I, I've had it both. They're exactly the same, but they both suck. I, I would think so because it's a fast food chain. I, mean, I don't see anything changing, but I've heard that. And I, I haven't had it in California, so I can't, you know, speak to that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that could, it's you know, for, that could probably be the same for Waterburger, too, if you have it, like, Waterburger somewhere, like, maybe, like, in, further away from Texas. I had Waterburger in Florida. It's the same thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. See, yeah it's, thing. I went to the Waterburger when I lived in Odessa. And the shit was trash. The service was trash. I went to one here in Round Rock, 
and it was it was pretty fucking good. I'm not gonna lie. But what did you order though? Uh, I got the. Everyone told me to get the patty melt. That shit was trash. <laughs> uh, but I, I ended up getting like the uh, sweet and spicy burger. But here in Round Rock, and that one was really good. They're, I mean, I've had both. They're, they're really good. I've had them in several places. I mean, they're all the same to me. Unless I'm not paying attention to detail, but it's, it's great. I'll see how they will be different. I will, I will give Whataburger. They have their shakes are pretty good, and I'm not sure what it is. See, I'm, I'm lactose intolerant, like fucking terribly, but I can drink a large Whataburger shake and have no issues. So I'll give them that. For some reason, I can I can handle their shakes. There's probably no milk in it. No, that, no. I'm the most lactose intolerant person on earth. I get a shake in about three hours. I'm done. <laughs> Completely oh, done. It doesn't take me through. If I, if I get like a shake or if I go to like Andy's or Culver's and get me a shake, I mean, I'm talking like 15 minutes. I'm like, you know, I got, I got chills, you know, bubble guts and it's, it's, it's bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I, I, I gotta, I, I stay away from milk as much as I can, but Whataburger, I can, I can handle their shake. Probably. Well, Holy's a, a, a Whataburger, like, hater, so. No, not at all. Yes, you are. If you if you choose In and Out over Whataburger, I mean, can't be trusted. But I'll choose Culver's over both of them. I never had Culver's. Yeah, oh, either. it's great. A you get great A Wisconsin cheese. They got shrimp. What at a fast food place? Yeah, they got shrimp. They got like bomb ass mashed potatoes. You get the, the shake of the the shake of the week, which is always great, or whatever shake you want. Uh, their burgers are fucking delicious. The butter burgers, it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. All right, Jose, what's your top five without naming the category? Uh, shit, I, I, I knew you were going to ask this. I feel like I should have been somewhat prepared. Uh, you're, not to be, you're not supposed to be prepared. Like, I'll do, uh, let me think. Pass, James, I'll go to you and I'll think of something. All right. I'll go Rex Burkhead, Danny Woodhead, Peyton Hillis, Mike Allstott, and Chris McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> I got White it. White running backs. White yeah. running backs. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty good list. Okay. Okay. I have no contention to that. I mean, that's all right. Either. Good list. Good list. Christian McCaffrey's first, by the way. I know, but it's just yeah. random. I just named five okay. random white running backs for my top five. Yeah, it seems right. a beast. All right, Jose. That's okay. So I'll go. Uh, pho- uh, photograph. If today was your last day, higher, <laughs> uh arms wide open, and rock star. Are these Creed songs and Nickelback uh, songs? Yeah, top, the top five rock songs of all time. God damn it. <laughs> oh my. Can't dispute. It's undisputed. It was, did I hear with, with arms wide open in there? Yeah. Creed? Yeah. I believe I mean, that if, Creed? If, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna choose a Creed song, it has to be higher. Oh no, yeah. I had higher in there. I had higher in there. Oh higher was in there? Yeah. Fuck you can't you can't forget higher. I mean yeah, that's that's their best one. 
that might be the great that might be the greatest rock song of all time. To be it does have the greatest halftime show of all time. <laughs> it does. Old Cowboy Stadium. Thanksgiving was that thing. Thanksgiving back in like two thousand maybe. Damn. I always wondered like how like how did that come about? Like how did they think like I know Creed was like crazy popular back then, but what made Jerry Jones think this is what the people want? Some bald dude flying through the fucking sky. <laughs> they yeah. think higher. Jerry Jones don't care what the people want. Cares about money. That's it. It's amazing and how money. similar him and uh, Mark Cuban are. I'm upset with Mark Cuban. He he followed you. One yeah. of course he did. I what do you think? think? Was what was the what was the tweet that made him unfollow you? You think? Um. I th- it might have been, I would rather play four on five than have Dwight Powell on the court. That might have been it. <laughs> that might have been it. That's probably that's true, though. It's definitely true. But that <laughs> might have been it. But I never checked to see, like, if he, like, followed me still. I just noticed one day he didn't follow me. Like, I wasn't checking. But, yeah. Yeah, I, ne- I never checked to see people still follow me or not. I just, I could I tell. I block him. I'm going to block him. You're going to block him. Everybody that unfollows me, I unfollow them back and then I block them for uh, wasting principle. my time. For waste, yeah, principle. <laughs> it's my respect. It's amazing how many people have, like, I think have had you blocked, but still bring you up. Constantly. It's insane, bro. Half the people, I don't even know who they are. Yeah, it's 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 insane to me. Like some of them, like they'll like they'll be like, you know, you know, Ken is upset, and I'm like. <laughs> I've you never been upset. Even, like, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy to be like, so and it's weird. all because like of Andre Drummond. <laughs> Bro, I don't care about Andre Drummond that much for people to get mad at me about it. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't care about it that much. <laughs> Who would have thought that Andre Drummond would divide Matt Twitter? I think uh, Rick, you you retweeted it yesterday. Someone saying how Andre Drummond would be a great backup center in Dallas. Uh, yeah, I I thought like somebody tweeted and I asked them who's he gonna be backing up here in Dallas. I mean, if he were to come into Dallas, he's gonna be the best by miles. And some backup, you know, he'll strengthen the position. I just was like, cracking up at that. Come on, what what team were you watching? Bro, he's he will is day one be the best center we've ever had in forty year history. No doubt about it. I don't care if he shoots nine percent at the rim; he's still better than anybody else. The Mavs do have a sad history of centers throughout the entire franchise history. I mean, mm-hmm. Ty, Tyson Chandler being the best center in, in franchise history says a lot. And it wasn't even like prime Tyson Chandler. I mean, like it was like damaged goods Tyson Chandler. Yeah, then he went to New York, and he was he was Defensive Player of the Year in New York. It's like, I mean, we got DeAndre Jordan, like, three years past his prime. But we got and Eric Dampier, though. I was going to say, we had, we, had, we, we had Eric Dampier coming off a career year and decided to throw $12 million at him. Uh, hey, um, I, mean, I like Eric Dampier. I'm sorry. Dampier wasn't terrible, but he had terrible hands. I just yeah. remember being frustrated at him with his hands. Yeah, he wasn't as awful as everybody thought. I will he say, he was he had like an effort. In in the in that 2009 play, 
that series against the Nuggets host against Nene. He had no chance. No, I mean. What? And then oh, we had uh, Jock. We was, had like a couple of solid years, solid years out of him, one or two good years, and then he just disappeared. Yeah, I mean, then you get Ian Mahimi. I mean, like, I mean, this is like the most random, like, ragtag group of centers. Is like, is who they just go with every year. It's like, it's amazing to me how they just refuse to like ever like get a, even a halfway decent center. And if they're if there's one available, they just don't get them. They don't take like the position seriously. It's like how the Cowboys treat safeties. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, you at a certain point you have to like. I mean, how many years can you get killed on the board, have a zero rim protection, and just, like, sign another shooter who's not going to fucking play? No, you got to remember, the Mavs front office is smarter than every other front office, even though they haven't been out of the first round in 10 goddamn years. They still know what they're doing. They're smarter than everyone. Trust us. They're smarter than everyone. So what do you uh, – and I think on the first episode, we had talked to Bibbs and Reese about it. It's like, what's, like, the... We had Josh it, and Reese. Yeah, Josh, Josh, yeah, Josh and Reese, sorry. Bibbs keeps flaking on us. But, uh, you know, it's... Uh, is it an issue more so the Mavericks just don't go after these guys, or they just refuse to, like, come here? Because and also, I, which one's worse? <laughs> it's, it's not that the, they don't want to come here. It's just, like they said, the front office is delusional. Like Rick Carlisle said the other day, we have five big men. We don't need another one. I'm like, well, what? It's also that these players want to go other places too. We, it's these, about, players know, these players know where they want to go. If you, have a, if you have a choice between Miami or Dallas, where are you going to go? If you're I'm going to Miami. As far as the damn. Yeah, I'm exactly. going to Miami. Like Christian would probably want to go to Houston no matter what. Yeah, uh, I think if Cuban gave him a better offer, I think he might be here. See, I saw somewhere that he he wanted to play for Steven Silas. Yeah, and we just let him go. And we, we, we got a promotion. Yeah, we didn't let I him mean, go, but he got a promotion. But which I mean, he one hundred percent deserves. Yeah. You mean he should be the coach in Dallas right now? But that's a yeah. top. Right. Hey, that's there. not. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you about to make everybody turn off the pie right now, bro? <laughs> <laughs> if they do, they do. We'll see. Yeah, but the, the Mavs don't care about the big man position. It's it's obvious they 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 think you can trot out G League centers, minimum salary players, and you can't you maybe you can in the East, but not in the West. You got Jokic, you got AD, you got Aiden, you got every team got a good big no, man except the Mavs. And you can't you you can't just get killed every single game and do nothing about it, bro. That's the most insane thing I've ever seen. I don't understand. I don't understand. That's why that's why people hate me on Twitter because I'll be like, oh, this person's available? Go get them. Because literally anybody is better than what we have. Yeah, they're an upgrade. But, literally. But what's crazy is Mavs fans don't want anybody. Oh, God. Bro, I made like five not, tweets. It's five not, it's not yes, all it Mavs fans. It's just like a certain group of people on Twitter. 70% of them on Twitter. Bro, I'm sick of it. I'm going to start well, fighting people, bro. It's not the ones <laughs> I talk to every day on Twitter, though. It's just like a certain group. 
I mean, it's like Zach Levine. Oh, he takes the ball out of Luca's hands. Giannis. Bro, that's the dumbest shit. Get, can we curse? Can get, I curse? You get half the production of Giannis. You can do whatever you, you can do the fuck you want on this podcast, Kenny. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard, bro. There you go. I'm not it's, saying you. I'm saying the people who I said know, it. I know. Stupid. This is, this no, is my podcast. It's, a, it's amazing to me. It's like it's like with uh, fucking Blake Griffin. They're like, oh, Blake Griffin's washed. I'm like, he would instantly be the second best big on this roster. But he probably is washed, though, baby. I don't think he's washed. I don't think he's washed. I think he is. I don't think he's washed. It's obvious he's washed. He plays for the the Pistons. I mean, he literally, there's there's games where he gets, like, switched with smaller guys on him, and he just, like, shoots step backs over him. I think he knew he was going to leave. He just don't care. So going to Brooklyn is going to make him younger in his legs? No, it's going to make him. No, going to Brooklyn, he's not about to be a number one, number two option. He's about to be option number five. And I don't think and he's, like, I think he didn't want to get hurt. He didn't want to risk getting hurt in Detroit. He knew he was gone. And, and, and it come here in Dallas, I mean, you can, if you still want to start Maxi for defense, that's fine. And you could bring Blake off the bench with Brunson. I mean, like, that's my thing is, like, I was talking, I don't know who it was. Like, he was like, how, uh, if you, like, Maxi's a solid player, but we need to quit acting like Maxi is this, like, irreplaceable, I mean, play. I mean, if Maxi Kleber was named John Thompson from BYU. No one would he be in the league. No he would he be in the league. He, he happened to be born in the same town as fucking Dirk. So he's he has a he's will never get I mean, never leave Dallas. But one thing about Blake is going to Brooklyn is not gonna make him feel younger anymore. No, but of maybe, course not. he might try more. It's, a, it's all about him. roles. It's all okay, about, he could, about he roles. Could try, he could try all he wants if his body's not gonna let him try, then what's the point? But, I, but Blake's I not hurt no more. That, I don't think his body's that. Like, I don't think he's done. I think he's. I'm not saying he would come to Dallas and be a 20 and 10, you know, guy. But he could have easily been 14 and five, which is would have. I mean, which is That's better than anybody Dallas else desperately needs. It's better than Dwight Powell. Yeah, better, like better numbers than Dwight Powell. But I mean, he plays basketball with a full leg cast these days. I don't know how much he has yeah. left. But, he, yeah, but he's not he hurt no more. One. But again, the worst worst case scenario is like you bring him off the bench as a role player, and he's 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 gone after you mean a year or two. I mean, it's like, and then it, let's say you trade for him next year, you have a thirty five million dollar, you know, expiring contract to try to make a move. I mean, there, there's there was options. I think. I mean, this is I think it's like with 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 Drummond, Blake Griffin, Levine. I mean, it's like they find any reason and. Blake Griffin, if you want to argue that he's washed, okay, I'll give you that one. That's I still think you take a risk on him. But all the these other two. players, it seems like you have a, a large portion of the fan base who, A, doesn't watch anyone other than the Mavericks. Facts. B, take everything Harper and Skin say as gospel. So when they talk Facts. about how great Dwight Powell is, they just, you know, believe it. And then it's like they also, for some reason, like, oddly care about Luca's legacy. Like, if, like, oh, his, like, if he wins with another superstar, is it'll make him look worse? Like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, win but, rings, and that's right. all that matters. Here's the thing, though. Most of the people we talk about Matt every day that we see on most most of the time are not thinking that way. It's just, like, other ones who are kind of like, true. we don't really know. We don't talk to them much. They think that way. I, just, I see so that more, though. We can't, than, we can't generalize them over the ones that we converse with a lot. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, I just see more of these dumb Mavs fans than I do the smart ones. 
Yeah, well, I block. Know. See, I just block those guys. Yeah, I don't block. I don't. I don't block anybody. I do. I don't. I don't block them. I. I don't block them. Block them. But I just like don't pay attention to them. It's like the, that one guy who every time I, I brought like I bring up any player, he brings up like random ass fucking nerd stats. So I don't even know what the fuck they mean. You mean Max? No, 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 Max. So Max, <laughs> he, he unfollowed me over a Dave Portnoy Przingis thing, but. Uh, no, Max brings up nerd stats, and then it's like, uh, I forgot the other guy's name, like Miracle or whatever. He's the one who, like, constantly, you know, uh, brings up Kenny, and it's like, but he, every, every player, like, with, like, DeBrosen, he's like, well, his true shooting percentage is below average. I'm like, he shoots over fucking 50% from the floor, like, over half the time he shoots, the ball goes in. That's all I care about. Right. I don't care where he shoots it from. Yeah, does the ball go in the hoop or does it not? More often. Yeah, exactly. That's all. I, I don't care about true shooting percentage. I don't care about any of that stuff. I care about is the ball going in or or it's not. That, that's it. Yes, you remember that uh, Luca has brought in a lot of new blood as far as you know Twitter fans and Mass fans. Yeah. Into Mass Twitter, like there's a lot of new blood that goes in Mass Twitter now than it was, suppose like four or five, six years ago. Man. When we were like I'm all a- rooting for. Chandler Parsons. And, right. Rick, uh, I know I you remember see, Mass Twitter like 10 years ago, bro. We I always see Kane talking to people that I've never even seen before. And I'm like, who's that guy? Really? Because <laughs> I just retweet stuff that I see on my timeline and I just comment on it. But a lot a lot of fans are good fans, bro. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I should have said 70% of them are dumbasses. Yeah. Probably like I 65. Say, I think the percentage that Kane's talking about is probably maybe like 30 Maybe who knows? And we over. I mean, I mean, generalize that thirty percent of that. It's just most of the time I see these fans talk. It's like because again, like you have the locked on Mav guys who I mean are clearly you know, you know, Mav. They're they're Mavs. I mean, they, they're yes. the, the mouthpiece yes. of the Mavericks. You know, right. I'm not gonna trash that podcast on mine. So, but I listen to them. I listen to them. I like the podcast, but they share some. Takes with a lot of fans follow their thinking because that's all they listen to. I, like I said, I listen to them every day. I, I like it. I like the pod. The pod is great, but some of the stuff that I don't agree with. But hey, I ain't gonna trash them. Good people. Yeah, I don't have to trash them. It's just for me. It's like because the, they brought up like the the Levine stuff, and then it's like yeah, that shit was stupid. Ran, ran with it, you know. And they doubling like, down on it. Just say yeah. it was wrong, bro. It's fine. They said they were talking about Levine from last year. Yeah. As if the Levine from last year wasn't, you know, a great number two option on last year's Mavs or this year's Mavs either. Like, I don't understand what their thought process was when they were saying that, where they're going through that. Because because some fans only care about Luka and his stats. Me, personally, I don't give a damn about Luka. I don't care if he scores two points a game. I just want to win the game. Yeah. I don't give two shits about Luka or his stats. Never have, never will. Just win the game. It's like, like when, you, get, when they're in the broadcast, like we're down by a ten, and they're like, "Oh, triple double watch." I'm like, yeah. "I'll give losing. a damn about them triple doubles." Hunting for triple doubles, or that. I go get hurt one day doing that shit. But yeah, we, uh, but let's 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 try to get back on track here. Uh, what's it called with the Mavs? They're they're nine of the last eleven, I think, right? Or eight of mm-hmm. the last 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nine so, in the last eleven. So mm-hmm. clearly, it's trending upwards. Uh, maybe Mark Cuban was right in what he was telling Kenny. Uh, 
Uh, so, what, I know. was I heard the other day. I think I heard earlier today. I think it was on the radio. Bobby Corrales was saying like since they came back from the winter, since they came back from the ice storm, they're the number one defensive team in the league. Yeah, yes. but look who they're playing. It doesn't matter that you still play. It right? does matter who you're playing. Okay, but it, just and, take it, okay. man. I'm not look. Look, I'm not look like when you, everything has context, right? True. But so the Mavs are playing better. Yes, I don't care about them being number one defense, all of that, as long as they're winning. Now it does help when you play the goddamn Orlando Magic and the goddamn Oklahoma City Thunder instead of playing Utah Jazz twice in a row or the Suns twice in a row. We look terrible those games and good this game. There's context, but like you said, but, you won the games. But we right. were looking terrible on defense earlier against bad teams too, right? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I mean, we were getting fucked up by these bad teams. It's it's a I think it's a positive sign that we're like I mean we're handling them yeah I mean, relatively easily too. as we I mean, should exactly as we should be, and I'm proud of that. And also, Porzingis has wasn't playing some of them games. I mean, we looked great against Boston. Uh, against Memphis, we looked good. Uh. The Nets, I mean, obviously the Nets didn't have Harden. I mean, I mean, they only had they only had Harden, but I mean, they looked great against Brooklyn. I mm-hmm. think that was one of the better games of the season, just like with how they attacked the mismatches of Przingis. Like they have to start doing that. Man, on Przingis, I think every time Przingis touches the ball, he's got a mismatch, no matter who's guarding. If it's a big on him, he's too fast for him. If it's a small, just shoot over him. I just don't think he get enough touches. That's just me personally. So that's why when I when I talk about Przingis, like I I mean I I I like the post ups. I like the mid range. I don't like him shooting ten threes a game. You mean I think he like it gets to the point with me with Przingis where it's like at what point does it fall on the coach on use like use him better? You know. Mm-hmm. He's got the ultimate green light as far as the perimeter. I mean, every time he touches the ball be, be behind the three-point line, he's, it seems like he's just jacking something up, at least the last few weeks. And mm-hmm. it's been kind of, you know, tiring because they're not falling. Everybody says, yeah, he can hit that logo shot, this and that. But more often than not, he's not going to hit that shot. So it's a bad shot. It's an awful shot. Make last year, wasn't he, like, top, like, three in, like, percentage or something like that on those, on, like, 30-foot threes? Maybe I don't know. I just remember him hitting those two against stat. the Bucks. That's all I remember. Yeah, but he he was doing. But my thing is like he's I think a thirty five percent three point shooter this year, mm-hmm. which I mean isn't like terrible. It's not great. You mean it's it's average? Just, it's average. It. You mean I'll take it. But I think his he's having a career year field goal percentage rise. Uh, he's he's lost his ability to drive, but his post ups have been better. I, I forgot who. I think it was one of the. Uh, the Mavs Moneyball people, I think, shared it, where I think he's like tied for third on like points per possession in uh, on post ups, mm-hmm. but he has like the tenth highest usage. But he's like mm-hmm. tied with Anthony Davis. I think the people above him are Embiid and Jokic, but he's above Sabonis. He's above uh, Vucevic. All of them in post ups. Because yeah. when he's posting up, he's just turning around and shooting, not like like low, no low post move where. Challenging gets another big. He posting up when he's got a little on him. Yeah, and he's, and, and, and he's been getting better position too. Yeah, easy shots. I mean, he posted up hard and uh, I guess the Nets. 
I mean, hit him with that spin move and post it up hard really isn't an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's on that. Oddly, one of the better, like, uh, post up defenders. Probably he's so fat, but. <laughs> but, like, what do you guys. I mean, so obviously, the, the 9 of the last 11, uh, I think they're, what, two games out of the 15? I think they're one and a half games. Yeah, they're two and a half, half games now, and, then, and they can make ground up on the Spurs on Wednesday, too, if they win that game. Might be and half Spurs game back. Then they got the Nuggets that Saturday when they, come, when they get it back in the second half, so they can make up some ground. And Spurs, see, I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to get rid of DeRozan, uh, Aldridge, I mean, all their veterans. So, I mean, I think they can make some ground. Realistically, like, what are you guys' expectations for them in the second half? Well, the, the the schedule gets easier. That's for one. Uh, they're catching their stride. Okay, they're they're gelling they're, better. They're two and a half games back from the fifth seed. It looks promising to say the least. They're two games back from six. And uh, six is uh is, is Denver. It Denver Denver. So they can worse. if they beat San Antonio and Denver next week, they can gain some ground. Not which they need to. It's not impossible. Where are they ninth right now? They're eighth. Eighth? eighth? Yeah. Sole possession. The Warriors like, did some favors. They're the sole possession of eighth. And the Thunder helped us out, too, because they beat San Antonio the night after we beat them. Yes, they did. So it, it looks promising, in my opinion. I mean, like I said, the schedule gets a bit softer than it was, you know, to start off the year. But That, the, May, that May schedule is really easy. That's going to... I think. Yeah, I think we got to get because uh, there's. I mean, they had one of the tougher schedules of the season so far, or at least the beginning. But I mean, they have those. Uh, their next five or next six is at OKC, at Denver. They got a home, two home games versus the Clippers, and then at uh, Blazers back to back. But they also have, don't they have another two game home series with the Lakers too? Yeah, that's in yeah. April, I think. Yeah, April 22nd to 24th. So I think those, those, the Thunder should be a win. Like, there's no reason why we should lose against the Thunder. But those two games versus the Clippers and then two versus the Trailblazers are going to be huge. You have to split those two games. You have to. <sighs> Yeah. What do you so what do you think, Kenny? Realistically, what do you think is gonna be the uh so we the have, second half of the Mavericks? So we have what, thirty eight games? Yeah, we gotta go And we're eighteen and sixteen right now, right? Yeah. yeah. I say So oh, twenty two and sixteen. Well above five hundred for sure. Yeah, I think they're gonna be above five hundred. If you go twenty two yeah, I'm, I'm, my bad. No, no, no. You said 22 and 16. I say 24 and 14 if it's 38. We got to go way more than 500. I'm saying 22 and 16 is like, the, I guess, like yeah, the yeah. floor mm-hmm. of, the, of my ex- expectations. Look at look at our last six games of the season. You have to win it's, all six of those. That's a cake schedule. That, that May schedule is a cake schedule. Actually, wait. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's if they don't start resting players when they shouldn't yeah. be resting players and playing should, down to the competition like okay. they like to. 
on paper is a kick schedule on paper. Yeah, you know? I mean, realistically, you might only have two playoff teams there. Brooklyn they and Toronto. They get, they get what? Cleveland, Sacramento. Who else they get? Washington? Memphis. Washington. Minnesota. Minnesota. At the Timberwolves. Pistons. We got we to gotta smack all of them. And by that time, and by that time all those bad teams are going to be tanking. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to like shut it down. There's no time. reason they shouldn't lose to any of those teams. Two of them are on back to back, so so you know they're going to rest Przingis on two of those. They might rest Luca because, like you know, that's some shit Rick Hart all do. But I'm saying at that point in the season, those teams, those bad teams, are they're they're going to mail it in. I hope so. Like Minnesota's going to mail it in. Cleveland's going to mail it in. Detroit, they're going to mail it in. I think. I don't think any of those teams have anything to play for today anymore. So yeah, so done, done by then, by far. Yeah, I agree. And Especially Minnesota. Them. Minnesota has like what seven? They've won seven games all year. Something oh, that's embarrassing. They're gonna tank for Kate Cunningham. Bro, bro, I, I gotta bro. do something about NBA. Got to do something about. It. You can't get number one pick every single year, bro. Come on. I mean, this kid has killed their careers. I mean. Come on, like, bro. How many times are they going to do this? How bad do you think they regret not taking LaMelo? I mean, they were probably. Oh, oh the, the Timberwolves? The Warriors? No, the uh, the Timberwolves. I mean, whoever they pick, they're still going to suck because the front office sucks. So, I mean. Anthony Edwards looks promising, but I'm saying, what about Golden State? That, Golden State. 100%. I love the Wiseman pick. Yeah, Wiseman's yeah. pretty good. I, I I actually like Wiseman myself. Okay, but, especially with, with, I mean, with, I mean, granted, you could be, okay, you know, this year, but next year when you have Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, LaMelo, I mean, I mean, do you really, I mean, Wiseman defensively gives you a potential all defensive big. He can actually space the floor decently. I mean, he has incredible potential. Lamelo obviously is going to be probably the best player in this draft, but I'm just not Monster. sure like with him, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Andrew Wiggins, like where he like fits in there. Okay, I'm gonna go back to the to the May schedule. Okay, so the first game at home is to Washington, then Sacramento, <laughs> then we get at Miami, Brooklyn, then it's the Cavs and Cavs, Memphis. Pelicans, Raptors. You got to smash all of them. So there's ten games in May. And they, they get Detroit. They should go like eight and two at worst. But they I get Detroit to close out April. So including that Detroit game. So they Detroit and the Kings. Yeah, they get the Kings in April also. They close out the April. So after the the two Lakers game, they get the Kings, Warriors, Pistons, and then the schedule you said. So out of those yeah. thirteen games, they realistically should go like ten and three at worst. But I can see like a eight and five bullshit happening, and then they're, they're like the eight seed. They're going to lose some of those games. There's trap games in there. Oh, of course, they're going to be resting Porzingis. Uh, they might even rest Luca, depending how good in shape they are to make the playoffs. There's a lot of factors that go into it. So if they the go Dennis 20 Smith revenge game. If they go twenty four and fourteen, we think that'll put them at what forty two and 
30? Yeah, that would probably have to be uh, a six seed. Fifth or six seed, probably. We got to get to five. Got to get to five. The only way I'm okay with playing, if, if, if we get the six seed, is if the Suns have the three seed. Bro. Because yeah. out of the Jazz, Suns, Lakers, and Clippers, I don't, if I had to play any one of those, I'd rather play the Suns. Yes. I don't want any part of the Suns. They have the Mavs number like the last 10 years, or what is it? Yeah, that's true. I'll play anybody. Some sort of five point there. Anybody except the Lakers, because the Lakers are going to destroy us. I want no parts of the Lakers, bro. Okay, so we'll be, if we got the AC, we'll be disappointed. So we, what would make us excited going into the playoffs? Fifth seed, at least a six, at least a six seed. Because if you get, yeah, seven or eight, you're gonna be in that playing tournament. I don't trust that. I don't trust. Don't trust that. What season of the playing tournament is like? What seven through ten? Seven through ten. Oh, okay. I thought that was, I thought it was like eight through ten. No, it's seven through ten. So we gotta get six. I have zero trust in the Mavericks in the playing games. If all things even out, I can see them being a six seed. Yeah. At worst, I I don't I see my thing with with Portland. I don't see Portland keeping this up. I, I think eventually Portland gonna like come back to earth. It's not sustain. It's not sustainable. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, I think Portland's like. I mean, they're San Antonio. I was talking. Yeah, San Antonio. I don't see them doing it. They're 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 selling all their veterans. Uh, San Antonio's overachieving for sure. I mean, I think the Mavericks are definitely underachieving. I I thought there's no reason why they shouldn't be able to hop the Spurs and the Blazers and possibly the Nuggets. I don't think what the Jazz are do, is doing is sustainable. I do. They play defense and they and they and they score. They shoot. They I think they shoot a lot of fucking dirty. Okay, that's that is sustainable, but them winning at this clip might not be. I mean, are you the best saying, offense and I, best defense? I'm not saying they're going to go from the number one seed, like the fifth seed, but I can see them going down to like the three or four seed. Because like they shoot a lot of fucking threes. They make them. I don't think that's sustainable for them. That's my thing. I don't think like that's going to be. You mean you know Mike Conley's due for a hamstring injury? Uh, you know, I, I just don't see them being. I don't see. Utah finishing as, as the number one or number two seed. It all depends yeah. about AD's health. Yeah, the AD's health obviously with his Achilles injury. But AD is the one that puts them over the top, though. I mean, the Lakers are going to be the Lakers the rest of the season. They're going to have their first, second Western Conference Finals appearance. Whether they win the championship or not, solely it's on AD's health. Yeah. The Lakers, it doesn't matter what seed they are, as long as they're going to playoffs healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I mean, but I think uh, if if I'm looking at those top four teams, Clippers, mm-hmm. Lakers, Suns, Jazz, if I had to pick one for Dallas to play, I would prefer Phoenix. But none of them are ideal. I mean. Yeah, none of them are ideal. It's, it's just a situation you're in when you, you know, fuck around the first half of the season. And you know, rest your team, your players against the Bulls and all that shit. I mean, you're going to, and this is what what always pisses me off when the Mavs fans are like, "Oh, it's just one game, or just one game." 
it eventually adds up. I mean, yeah. and now we're realistically best case scenario is the fifth seed, unless the Suns really drop off. Uh, I don't see the Clippers again. I don't see the Clippers, Lakers, or Jazz falling out of the top four. So, hey, it's pretty. It's pretty much set up there. Just the the order is what's remained to be seen. Yeah, yeah. Top four is going to be locked in. So I mean, I would ideally out of those four, I would like to play the Suns. Uh, I think that gives the best chance to win. Mm-hmm. I still don't like our chances, but I mean, out of all the teams, I think okay, well maybe you know Luca and Porzingis can just like get nuclear against. It would be against the Suns. I also wouldn't mind then if I had to pick the next one, it would be it would be Utah. I want no business with any of the LA teams. Yeah, I don't want them either. No, knowing oh, no. the Mavs, DeAndre Aiden would probably have a breakout series. Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll put Dwight Powell on for the whole series, and then while oh, you're watching that, between thirty and fifteen. I'm so sick of Dwight Powell, bro. So sick of him. The best thing that's happened with Dwight Powell as, as a Maverick, besides his community service, is that uh, Dwight Powell fan account. <laughs> oh, gosh. Which Dwight Powell fan account? Uh, the White Powell, the White Towel, or whatever. Yeah, there's a few of them. <laughs> that Bro. man will defend Dwight Powell like, like none other. It's funny that. But that guy makes a mistake. He has a clip ready to say, "Oh, just but he did this." But that guy's pretty logical at the same time, too. You know, he's not that bad. He's not bad. Oh, no, I think he, he actually it's like when he first got on, he was pretty bad. But he's got more and more like he's actually pretty entertaining sometimes. That he does like know what he's talking about every now and then. He brings uh, he, he brings good insight at least, you know. Yeah, and he has he brings the clips. My issue is like those like he went on that 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 rant one day. And I mean, it like set Mavs Twitter down a spiral. It was like all of the the Luca bad defensive flips. Do you guys it remember that? Some it said yeah. some people. I just didn't care. I, I he he was setting it to me. I was like, well, this is like what you're not seeing. Like you can blame Luca for that, but he has a 48 percent shooter in the corner, so he stuck with that guy. Like that's really a lose lose situation. But a lot of people were like going. I mean, like they were like talking about how like they're blocking him and all that stuff, and I'm like. For what? <laughs> it's gonna be funny when it turns out that that account is just Kenny's burner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, I, I, I have no burners, unfortunately. Like, <laughs> you know, Kenny, the closeted Dwight Powell fan. Oh gosh, bro. Ugh. The Madison need to re- understand. You lost the Rondo trade, bro. It's okay. You lost. You didn't have to pay him forty million dollars. Not only that, it's ancient history at this point. That was like six years ago. Let's move on. They can't admit when they're wrong, bro, and that's hurting the team. Yeah, I mean, you're going to – like, Dwight Powell makes, what, 11 a year? Yes, that's insane. And granted, he got paid, I believe, that year when the salary cap kind of boomed. Yeah, 2016, I believe. Yeah, so – no, he got paid in 2018. Oh, he got paid after that. Yeah, never mind. I can't even even defend it then. Yeah, because – because uh, in Christian, I mean, uh, Christian Wood makes, what, 14 a year? 13.265 or something. I knew Kenny would know the, Kenny knows oh. everything about the contract. He knows, uh, he knows the incentives. He knows everything. 
So Dwight Powell has two more years left on his contract. I always love how Mavs fans on any trade, they throw in Dwight Powell's contract. Like if Nobody wants him. <laughs> Most people, I think some people are doing it as a joke, I hope. I think, his contract I think people, like, every trade. Yeah, it was like every trade, like James Johnson and Dwight Powell. I'm like, I don't know if the people want to have that Dwight Powell contract on the books. For two more years? <laughs> I mean, you're, yeah, it's like, just, You could probably move him. For Kevin Love, since Kevin Love's got like two or yeah. three more years left, you're gonna have to get million. that contract back. But I like, I, I want Kevin Love. Oh, I, I would, I would, if they yeah. can somehow get Kevin Love and Larry Nance, like both. I know it's not really possible, but if they did that, I would be going fucking crazy. We'd I'm a Kevin Love guy. Me too. You know? He solves all our problems: rebounding and shooting. He does them both great. With what's his injury? He's not hurt though. He's they just ain't been playing. It just like just sat him. He's not hurt no more. I think it was like yeah. a back injury. Or, no, it was a foot. Yeah, injury. they said something. It was. I, I, I thought it was like an ankle or some shit. Yeah. But it was clearly like a we're going to try to move you, and we like we're not going to risk you know you either getting injured or whatever. So I think he's going to. I mean, I think Kevin left out of there. I think Dallas should do everything they can to get him. Uh, I think he again, he saw the rebounding and the shooting. I think when – and you could always – I mean, if you rest Przingis, you at least have Kevin Love there or vice versa. Uh, you mean you could run the five out if you want to. I mean, there's so many options you can do with that offense. And that's where I'm at with with this team. Like, I, I would love – I like the Josh Richardson trade at the time to go for defense. But – I mean, right now, I feel like you got to go all in on offense and just hope your defense can, like, be respectable. Mm-hmm. There's no need to, like, stick out with this, like, you know, with this current team. Because I don't think the number one defensive rating that have the last whatever game is, is going to stay. No, absolutely uh, not. I think uh, it's it's weird to me how they brought Richardson in as like, a defensive stopper, but like, he never guards at like, the best matchup. Yeah, Dorian. Which I mean, Dorian. My thing with Dorian, I, I, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a great, you know, cool story, undrafted. But I feel like again, it's with, with the, uh, when Rick Carlisle said a couple of years ago how he should have been a top fifteen pick. That's a bullshit. I feel like they're like they're still trying to like prove that, and like so he's never gonna like fall into that rotation, no matter how bad he gets. He's just, I mean, you can get a Dorian Finney-Smith anywhere in the league. You have two undrafted players starting, and you want to contend? Absolutely who, not. Who average a combined, like, 13 points? Yeah, like, it's not going to work. <laughs> to me, it feels the team wants to prove everyone wrong with their draft failures by saying, hey, we found these guys that went undrafted, and they are serviceable. They are they can play in the league, so we're not that bad after all. You know, the scout That's what it feels like. And they're, exactly very, what it is. They're, very, they're very prideful on that. They, they're going to die on that hill. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. It seems like they just, like, they are going to make sure that everyone knows that, hey, we're not terrible at it, you know. And it's it's weird. It, it is weird to me because, like, it's like with Dorian and Finney Smith, like, I think they developed him pretty good. He went from being a strictly a high-energy defensive player to a pretty solid 3-and-D guy, but he has zero ability to create. And I think that's what's killing the Mavericks is they have, like, 
no creators besides Luca and Brunson. But the issue is Brunson doesn't really. I, I feel like I'm not sure exactly. He he feels like he gets like I feel like he gets not enough minutes, and I feel like his leash is a little bit like too short, which is weird to me. Like you allow Tim Hardaway Jr. to have the ultimate green line, but then you have other players who like and they fuck up like their minutes get cut for the next three games. Yeah, I think it comes, down to salary. it comes down to salary too. I mean, the Mavs are playing twenty million dollars to Tim Hardaway Jr. They want their money's worth, so they're going to give him the green light. And I also think it's about the whole like, oh, how how smart we are. If they with the Porzingis trade, they're like, you know, Tim Hardaway wasn't just salary. You know, take on that contract. And I mean, I I fear what's going to happen is they want a free agency. There's going to be pictures of Tim Hardaway at dinner with Donnie and Mark celebrating their four-year, $80 million contract while everyone else is getting signed. Well, let's prepare yourself because the Mavs aren't getting anybody this free agency this oh, summer, just oh, like yeah. every other year. So wait, you don't think Kawhi's coming? <laughs> Kawhi is coming, haters. <laughs> is he? He's definitely coming to Dallas, haters. Maybe to, to visit. Maybe to play the Mavs, but he ain't fucking playing <laughs> on the Mavs. It, it's amazing to me how, like, like they basically punted the last two off seasons because oh, Giannis. Even though I don't think Giannis ever gave any, absolutely none, none <laughs> that he was willing to leave Milwaukee or come to Dallas, and then now it's like every free agent pretty much has resigned, and they, they need to throw the bag at John Collins. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, the the, uh-huh. the minute they can throw the max at him and force him to the number one, the number one target this off season should be John Collins. What's what's um Atlanta's like tax situation? So Atlanta, so remember Atlanta offered him like ninety mil last summer. He was like, nah, fuck that, I ain't taking that. And then so Atlanta said, okay, we drafted your replacement. We gave sixty mil to um Gallinari. They gave they Bobby. gave uh Bobby all that money. And then remember they traded for Clint Capella last year too. Was that the year before? Yeah. I don't know. And they still got to pay. Trey Young next yeah. year or next after next season, I think he's leaving. They ain't keeping him. They they got to this point. They got to pay Trey Young and Herder next year, and Herder at worst is getting Luke Kennard money. And yeah, what did you get sixty mil? Yeah. So then you got to pay yeah. the year <laughs> after that. You got to pay Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter, and DeAndre Hunter one hundred percent is getting a max offer from somebody. There's no way a team's not throwing a max contract at John Hunter right now. Cam Reddish, I mean, probably gets like 12 a year maybe right now if he doesn't improve. Some mm-hmm. team will throw some dumbass contract at him. Oh, yeah. So then it's like, and then you still have, at that point, you still have Gallo and Bogey on the book. So it's like, I'm not sure where, I mean, do you, you really want to be paying all your money into a core of Trey Young, Kevin Herter, John Collins, DeAndre Hunter, and Cam Reddish. They spent all their cap money on Gallo and Bogey to try to yeah. make the playoffs when they probably be, look like they're like a play-in team at, at worst, at best. Yeah. Well, the, the Hawks are always going to suck. And remember, they got Rondo, too. Yeah, Rondo. Yeah. And the Hawks that was, have always the been Hawks a- fans, They killed me in the offseason. After they got Bogey, they were like, oh, a top four seed. And I was <laughs> like, I realistically see, see an eight seed. And I'm like, because they're going to be fighting for the eighth seed with Washington and Charlotte. 
and they killed me. I'm like, you know, because are we better than Indiana? I'm like, no, there's seven teams that are for sure better than Atlanta. Like, 100%, like, like 100% would be better. I didn't expect the Knicks to be better, though. That, that, that's been a surprise to me. I did not expect New York to be as good as they are. Nobody did. Randall's been balling. Balling. That boy always ball. I'm looking at Atlanta is at 101 million next year without um, John Collins' deal. And what's the tax, the luxury tax? The luxury tax is like one, I don't know, like 30, 140? I don't know. They went all in on Gallo and Bogey to make the playoffs. And Gallo doesn't even start for them. It might not even happen. And Gallo doesn't even start for them. Luxury tax at 132. Yeah, 132. So, I mean, they're going to be, and it's like, I thought, I mean, it's a stupid, how much you have to pay, like, it's like per dollar is, is ridiculous. So, I don't see them, uh, no. I really don't see them keeping John Collins. And. Not to not make the playoffs, pay the taxes. I, I, I honestly, if they're smart, they'll work out a sign and trade with somebody and get some young asset back or a draft pick. Uh, I just trade him now. I just trade him. Yeah, I mean, I think you best. I mean, you'll get the most value right now. But the issue is their GM is. I mean, he's really kind of. I mean, he's trying to keep his job right now. I mean, if this that's what it is. I mean, he's. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was if they don't make the playoffs, him and Lloyd Pierce are gone. And Lloyd, Lloyd Pierce is already gone. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's gone. gone. He's he's gone. Uh, Nate McMillan, I think, is just like a. I mean, we'll see what ha- happens with him. He probably doesn't come back next year, but I just think that the Hawks. I, I just don't see a way where they keep John Collins. Good, I'll take. I, think, I honestly think that'd be stupid to resign him. That's that's. I feel like you're going to have like you're going to be paying a bunch of money for it to a core that. Can't make the playoffs. They can't make the playoffs. So realistically, uh, you mean Trey Young still has room to grow. John Collins can get a little bit better, but I, mean, I, I just don't see that like that core turning into like something where they're a contender. Don't forget that I think I think it was this year that the Hawks drafted someone that could potentially be his replacement too. Yeah, oh, yeah o- they did. O- o- Okongu, whatever his name is. O- Onyeka Okongu. Yeah, from USC. Yeah. Yep. Which he's either going to be the John Collins replacement or the Clint Capella replacement. But, I mean, I just still don't know how. I mean, they got Clint Capella for, I mean, literally nothing. nothing. They just absorbed him, basically. They they gave up nothing for him. It's amazing to me how they, they were able to pull that off. Clint Capella makes 18 mil. That's amazing. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure his contract goes, does it go down every year? No, it goes up. Goes up, okay, I, 16 next year, 17 the year after that, and 18 the year after that. I mean, I mean it's, it's amazing how, like, I mean, he would be perfect. I mean, Trent Capella would be perfect in Dallas. Oh, yeah. The teams don't value the traditional big man anymore. And well, the bar's so low in Dallas, so any big man. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know the Mavs want a big man that can stretch out the floor and shoot them from the perimeter. I perimeter. hate that so much. Oh, they, want, so they, much. Want a three, they want a center that can shoot a three. For I, reason. They're obsessed with that idea. I saw somewhere today where it's like 
they're going to try to like uh, make sure they have cap space now for 2023 when Jokic is a free agency. Please, a free stop. agent. And I, I mean, this just getting it's going to be it's going to be like this every year. It's like they're going to strike out. Then they're oh, in two years though, you know, playing keep the powder dry, and then it's just going to be the same shit every year, where it's just like, you know, like eventually it just. It's just, I, I don't. I just don't know. I just wish they had like. I don't mind the try to build a free agency approach, but when you're not getting free agents, you have to try something else. We've never gotten free agents though. And when Mark Cuban said like we haven't had cap space in ten years, that's a lie. That's bullshit. I mean, it's just like. It, Mark it's Cuban like, can't get Michael Red. I mean, he, well, he, he did, but they matched him. He couldn't get Rashard Lewis. Do you remember the uh, – did you guys hear – you guys, I'm assuming everyone heard the uh, Darren Williams story? Yes. Yeah. I mean, the dude The dude was about to buy a house here. It just and – the, And they fucked Darren Williams – he confirmed that Mark Cuban was at Shark Tank. That's why he well, did We already him. knew that. We already yeah. knew that. Yeah. So we Mark, knew that, but Derek Francis confirmed it. But yep. Darren Williams Donnie, just confirmed it. Then you throw in Donnie Nelson's pitch of just trust us. I mean – that's the really dude was about to buy a. He was about to buy a house here. Well, Nelson was. Well, Nelson put a bad spot. If Mark Cuban's not there, he had to say, "Just trust us." Yeah, I mean, it's like I just as a, as a man who's in sales. I mean, if I ever told my sales manager, "Hey, they were about to sign," and I just, just fucked trust it us. up, and they did, they just didn't buy because like I just couldn't fuck. Like they were signing the documents, I fucked it up. I would be fired that day. But what Perfect. if your, what if your manager wasn't even there? And he was supposed to be. Then you both should be, be fired. You both should be fired. It's just, that's my thing. It gets to the point for me where it's like, like, it's like I'm not sure if it's like, like them being incompetent or what, but like, how, like, and like people are, oh well, Darren Williams had like it, it was a good, it was a blessing in this side. Not really. But like, Darren Williams was people forget like again these a lot again not a lot but some of these Mavs fans. Only watch Mavs games, so they don't realize how great Darren Williams was. Mm-hmm. And if he signs here, I mean that maybe Dwight Howard comes, maybe definitely Carmelo Dwight Howard comes. comes, maybe Carmelo comes. I mean, next thing you know, Dirk has Darren Williams and Dwight Howard to play with. You know, I mean, that's at least one t- one more chip. I read Dirk, yeah. Dirk best player. Okay, in 2012, he was still pretty decent. I got with these. They yeah. gave him a max. Yeah, yeah. Under some no. Well, he was playing good. He was still playing good at, at that time. And he had injuries, which I, again, like I mean, it's easy to tell he would have still got injured. But I mean, he would have had a lesser role here in Dallas. And the best, I mean, what everyone talks about the best trainer in, I mean, in the league. So, I mean, he was good for a solid two more years after that. The third year, he was. I think that was the case. I think that might have been the KG year, 2013, 2014. I'm not yeah, they had, yeah, they had so, like uh, Joe Johnson, Paul Pierce. So yeah, his efficiency was still good, but his numbers went down. His points were yeah. made. But he was, I mean, that's my thing. It's like the dude was ready to sign. He was about to buy a fucking house here, and somehow you guys didn't close it. I mean. Because of Mark Cuban. It's very off-putting when the you know owner of the franchise doesn't seem you worthy of his time. You can't have a dinner with him. That's yeah. off. I, I completely understand where Darren Williams is coming from. I mean, you know the what? Thing with 
Mark Cuban thinks he knows what he's, he knows what he's doing, but he doesn't know what he's doing. You think he's the smartest person in the room? They're the smartest and, front office when they're not. And it's like you get like he was on that the Bill Simmons, and they're like praising him as like a genius and everything. And it's like he's like who who's not going to want to come play with Luca? Everybody does. No one has. I don't think that's right, thing. Of course. Like, My bad. <laughs> Seth Curry. Seth Curry. And then they trade him. And like I, that, that's where I get frustrated with is just like this like like if if your if your pitch is oh you gotta you gotta play with Luca, I mean. Other teams are going to have similar. I mean, you can come play with LeBron, play with you know Curry, play with Jan. I mean, Jokic. a lot of great. Yeah, Jokic. I mean, there's going to be. I mean, every player. I mean, you can't have that be your sales pitch. It's like, hey, we have Luca. Like, that might get them somewhat interested, but that's not going to make them like. I don't think necessarily to say, oh, we have to come to Dallas now. The Mavs have to lay out a game plan when they're trying to woo a free agent, like the Nets did with Darren Williams. They oh, laid down, whole, they laid down a whole blueprint of what they, you know, planned on doing and bettering the team and whatnot. Instead of saying just trust us, I mean, just trust us are three words you don't want to hear when you're trying to get wined and dined. The Mavs are terrible at recruiting free agents. They're the Dwight Powell, Dwight Howard cartoon they made. Yeah, they got them yeah. cartoon. She was oh, stupid. Man. That's cringe. In comes the, a superhero to save the day. And then, like, the Dallas skyline. Get the fuck out of here, bro. And I get it. I mean, Dwight, Dwight Howard is a goofy dude himself, but even even I think he thought that was just stupid. Because, I mean, we were, like, the favorites for Dwight Howard. I mean, 100%. He's coming, he's coming to Dallas, and then he goes to fucking Houston. Wasn't there a story that Chris, Paul, and Dwight Howard were ready to come to Dallas yes, at one point? they both were coming. Was, they both were coming. I was going to say that. They, they had agreed to come to Dallas, yes. And they fumbled the bag. They can't close. But wasn't like Dwight Howard the one that wasn't unsure about going well, there? I think he I think he opted into his last year of his deal and he kinda screwed everything up. That's probably because Dallas was wasn't talking about shit. Who but who it's knows? Ama- it's amazing to be hyped. It's like and it's I feel like it's, it's I get to the point now where it's like is I hear all these things like, Oh, is Dallas is the favorite. Dallas is the favorite and it's like I'm like, they're just using us as leverage. There's no way they're coming. I mean Oh, so, but so on the leverage thing, the player is already getting the maximum possible. So, I don't know why they would use us as leverage. Maybe I don't know. But two did. Kemba Walker did. Well, Kemba was already getting. It was already getting the max. I mean, who wasn't gonna max Kemba? Healthy Kemba at the time. But Kemba two got to make like five so- million. I get so like this is weird to me. It's like it's like how because Dallas isn't. I mean, it's not Miami, it's not L.A. or New York, but I mean, it's still a you know great city. Yeah, it's not terrible and, either. It's not Sacramento. Yeah, I mean, it's like I would put it on par probably maybe with with Chicago. I mean, but Houston they're able to get free agents, but like you know, not great free agents, but they they get some people, and it's like Dallas can't get anybody. The the front office, for whatever reason, is very cocky and arrogant. They have nothing to show for it other than a title that was 10 years ago. Yep. But they, they come off to me as, you know, cocky and arrogant, and I do not see why. And it's all written on in paper because they haven't signed anybody worthy in the last 10 years in free agency. Chandler Parsons, and, Harrison Barnes. And they got Harrison Barnes because the Warriors got Kevin Durant. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's the only yeah. reason they got him. Uh so I'll ask you guys one more question before we get into like you know the questions we have like the the fun questions, but uh, 
Fuck, I, I just blanked on it. Shit. Uh, fuck, it was a good question. Oh, Rick Carlisle. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on him as the coach of the future? He needs, he needs, he needs to adapt. Uh, he's an old head. He's old school, so he, he likes relying on veterans. The only reason Luca got the chance he did was because he was the third overall pick. But when it comes to playing young talent, they really don't get their time to shine here, and he needs to trust the talent he has in the roster. Hundred percent, I agree with. I see. I agree with that. And for me, it's like, what other coach would have had can cannot win a playoff series in ten years, and it still be like, oh, he's he's untouchable. None. Our front office is delusional. He's a old. He's old. He's stubborn. What? If Brad Stevens can't get away with that. I think the only coach who can do that is Popovich, and he's fucking great. Of Popovich. course. And look what he's doing this year, Popovich. I mean, he's mixing it up with his young talent and what he's got right now. And there are four, what are they, four or five speed? Six Six I didn't see the Spurs being in the playoff picture this year, or maybe a play in team, but I didn't see them being a, you know, a middle ground team either. Right. And they'd be taking. Talk about developing their play. I mean, Johnson has become a, a great young player. DeJounte Murray, you got Derek White. Uh, I mean, they have, like, none of those guys are top picks. I mean, they're late first-rounders who, I mean, are all solid young players. I mean, so, and he, I mean, that's, so that's he's the only coach who I think could go 10 years, no playoff wins. And it's like the thought of firing him is like, I mean, the fan base gets pissed off and the, uh, what's it called? Like the front office, like oh, we would never fire him. This mm. pop has that immunity because he did, you know, bring five titles to that city. Yeah, albeit, albeit he had three Hall of Famers to help him with it, but he, you know, he's the chef, and you got to work, work with the ingredients you're given, and he worked that to perfection, which Carlisle can't seem to be doing, you know, the last ten years. I just feel like. like I, and I always hate when like when I bring up on Twitter, you know, firing with Carlisle, and you get a swarm of fans, you know, with the oh, who are you going to replace him with? I'm like, I don't know I don't every fu- I don't know every fucking assistant coach in the NBA, but I sure like there's I like the idea of Kenny Atkinson. You know what I mean I think he would be a great you know a great coach here in Dallas. I mean, look what we did with D'Angelo Russell uh, in that Brooklyn team. I mean, I think there's plenty of good young coaches. Like, someone brought up Jason Kidd. I don't like the idea of Jason Kidd. Uh, Nobody does. But Jamal uh, Jamal Mosley, I think he would be a solid, you know, just promote him. I don't care who they hire, if they fired him. It ain't my, it ain't my job to find a fucking replacement. Yeah, it's my job just to fucking tell you that you're a shitty job. So. Yeah. That's uh, a good way of putting it, though. I really don't know many assistants either. I don't know what their strengths are and how they'd come in and work this roster. So I, I mean, I wouldn't even know who to replace them with either. But I mean, I, I just like, I mean, I think Kenny Atkinson would be a great coach here. Uh, you know, and then also I, I, I think Becky Hammond deserves to be a head coach somewhere. I think she'd be great here as well. Hmm. She will be one day. She sure. 100% she's going to be. And I think she, I, I really do think she's going to be a fucking great coach. Mm-hmm. She's just, I mean, she's just, I mean, if you look at her playing career, she's one of the greatest WNBA players of all time. But then she's learning, like, under, 
arguably the greatest coach of all time. Right. Man. Real quick, are you watching the All-Star game? Yeah, yeah Lucas just jumped. Clearly, Chris Paul is taking uh, the James Harden matchup seriously. Uh, but uh, so James, uh, we'll let you get to the to the uh, the questions from your. Uh, we don't have any questions, but I'll try to find like find something. Hmm. Hold on. Okay, if you could hack, if you could hack anyone's Twitter, who would it be, and what would you tweet? Anybody's. Anybody's? Uh, uh, I know me personally. I would I would hack into Elon Musk, and I would tweet out, "Buy solar from at Day Motel." <laughs> I don't know who I would. I would hack Giannis's Twitter and be like, "Psych, I'm going to Dallas, bitch." That's what I would. That's what I would tweet. Didn't Giannis get hacked last during the offseason? Yes, he did. Oh, he got hacked. He was tweeting all kinds of random shit. That was like Hilarious. wild. Hilarious. I would do something like Kenya. I'd hack Woj. And I'd just, you know. Tweet random tweet Woj, Woj bombs that made no sense. Yeah, like, you know, Jokic, LeBron, and Giannis are going to Dallas in a three-team trade or something, a four-team trade. I would, hack, I would hack Shams. And tweet every trade that Mad Swiss ever made it. Report those trades out. <laughs> <laughs> That's just fucked up. That would be dope, though. <laughs> like the Mavs trade, James Johnson, Dwight Powell, and second-round pick to Atlanta, John Collins. Or what about Mark Stein? The Mavs have agreed to an extension. Dwight Howard, four years, $92 million. <laughs> Dwight Powell? Yeah, that would be dope. Tag it. Hack Brad Townsend Twitter and just say nice things to people. Yeah. <laughs> go and block myself. I w- Hack Mark Cuban. Yeah. Who? Who? I got another question. Who is the most random person that has you blocked? Trey Young's dad. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I think he blocked me too. I need a little check on that, but I think he did block me too. Wow. I never even talked to him. Vince Carter has me blocked. What did so you does, say? I have. I never said nothing. I love Vince. I never said nothing. Mark, I don't. I don't think I'm blocked by anybody. What about Big Ben? He blocked everybody. Big Ben, no, the I, football player. Yeah, he blocks everybody. <laughs> Soft. Also, I have one. It's all I'm gonna guess. Mark Followill has me blocked. You probably said something to piss him off, though. I don't know. I ain't never added him, so I don't know. I don't know what it could be. Yeah, Followill's pretty said, cool. I'm blocked by Yoda, deservingly. I blocked him before he could block me. So yeah. I blocked. Um, he blocked me because I was. I said something smart to him about that picture he posted with Duke Luca. Groupy ass. See, I've talked shit to Yoda, and he he's never blocked me. I think it's like maybe because the fact I'm holding a baby in my picture, like it's like it's like don't take me seriously. <laughs> but like, I've been talking shit to him and Ben Steiner or whatever, you know, no relation to Scott or uh, Rick. But uh, and like they just <laughs> don't like they just don't like 
ever like blog. I mean, like Ben Steiner, like I just like, I, I talk to him every time. He follows me. Too. He he follows me, and I've said some shit to him, calling him a dumbass. He still follows me. Big Papa Pope, holly if you hear me. Yeah, you with- know I, I care about two things: my freaks and my peeps. <laughs> also, the Sacramento Kings follow me. By the way, weird. Jose Canseco follows me. And That's me. Really weird. Weird. <laughs> we gotta get Jose Canseco on the podcast. He probably would do it. He probably would do it. Any publicity firm is good. <laughs> but back to Yoda. Trey Young has to be paying him. Trey Young's probably pays Yoda. Ben Steiner. Oh yeah, they're paying him. I don't get like. It's like because Yoda, like he said, like he says some shit that's like actually like smart. Like I'm not gonna like you know he's not like my issue with him and even with you know with Benjamin is like they both like double down and double down and double down their bad takes and it's like you know like with like uh, with Benji's talking about uh, what's it called uh, Russell being an MVP candidate before the season like how the fuck did you like I get it, like he's your guy but man like. It's just shock, shock jockey. And it's like, then you got uh, Yoda, which is like, I mean, everything Trey Young. It's like, he was bitching about how, but it was when the first uh, voting returns came out, how, you know, Trey, has his, team, Trey has his team in the playoffs, yet Beal is number one, and the team's nowhere near it. I'm like, where was his energy last year? When Trey was starting, I mean, one of the worst teams in the league. Like, it just, it just makes no sense to me. He's extremely prideful, and he's never going to make Pride is a hell of a drug. Just like, just like the mess from office. Maybe he should be our next coach. They fit perfectly. <laughs> My favorite thing about Yoda is his, like, story about how Kobe told him that he's – uh the greatest player that I've never made it to the NBA. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> there, there, there's a lot of delusion when it comes to that guy, too. I mean, and a, a lot of his takes are guess. He just guesses a lot. And he he does. I will give him this. With, with like his, like, mid-major, like, when he talks with, like, mid-major players, like, he knows what he's talking about when it comes to, like, some level of it. But a lot of it, I feel like, is, like, I feel like he's got, like, little man syndrome. He quit growing. He was like five foot six, and you know he's just upset that like you know he never grew. That's why I think he loves Trey Young. It's like they're both like, you know, tiny, and it's like he always hypes up any tiny player, and I think it's like some like weird like little man complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like that loud chihuahua that won't shut up. Yeah. Hate that guy. <laughs> <clears throat> Is there any more questions, James? No, I don't have anything. I got a question. Name one Shoot. trade you'd make. One realistic trade you'd make to fix the Mavs right now. I would hope you can get something from James Johnson's contract, like at least someone who can like be a rotation player. Mm-hmm. Because we're not trading for Zingas because that's not going to happen. No, it makes no sense. Just if you somehow get something from James Johnson, because you're not playing him, so what's the point of keeping him here? Yep. I think my my, and I'm not sure how realistic it is. Uh, I think 
part of it's realistic strictly because the team it's with is the Sacramento Kings. Uh, I would try to get – if you could do like a James Johnson uh, and, and maybe Tim Hardaway, just like expirings for uh, Buddy Heald and either, uh, either Holmes or Bagley, I would do those. It gets the Kings off their uh, their the healed contract, which I think they desperately want to get off of. I mean, I think it's like three, four more years, like twenty five million. Uh, and then they, it gives us like a, kind of like a fresh slate. But that's like I'm not even sure how realistic that is uh, to pull off. But that ideally is what I would do: is try to get Buddy Healed and either Holmes or Bagley. Okay. I'd try to get John Collins somehow to Dallas with a commitment, of course. But seeing all those scenarios that we just laid out that the Hawks have coming up, I don't see him staying there. Might as well find a way to get him. Um, yep. I'm not sure if free agency is a sure thing because it's the Dallas Mavericks. They tend to fuck that up. But if you can get John Collins to Dallas, you do it in any way you can get it done. Would you trade Jalen Brunson for him straight up right now? Yes. Yes. And I like Grandpa. Grandpa? I'll trade anybody, anybody except Luca on this roster if it's an upgrade. I would do Brunson for John Collins straight up. I would too. But man, we would be we would have no second ball handle after that. Yeah. But I would still do it though. It's true. Sign Isaiah Thomas. What's my I forgot my own damn question. Oh, what is the trade? Um, I have to do one. Everybody except Luka and Porzingis and go get Vucevic. That solves all of our problems. That's who right there. All of them. All of them. Rebounding. You know, he can pass too. He can shoot. He can score in the paint. He can, he he fixes every single problem. And hopefully that the magic keeps sucking like they always do. And he, he got, but he got to demand a trade, bro. You're riding. You are going to rot in Orlando. They're wasting his career in Orlando. And He's it's rotting. Just, it's a pity. It's a shame. You know what's like crazy is when that Dwight Howard trade trade happened. Who would have thought Orlando was going to get the best player? Who? Oh gosh. Who definitely happened? They, they, it was uh Howard, and Bynum all got traded in different teams, obviously. Who would have thought that the Vucevic would have been the best one out of them? Obviously, like after the trade, there's pride Brian Howard is on another level, but mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna close this out on, on a serious note. Okay, I'm gonna ask the question Jose asked us on Josh's podcast last night. Okay. Would you rather give the first ninety nine percent? Would you rather give the first ninety nine percent of the blowjob or the last one percent? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I want Ho- Jose is answering first. Because he made us answer that question. So, you guys made so many good points when you were answering it. I think Josh brought the point up of, is he Josh or Nick? Was they, they're conservative in the first 99, and they don't think they're going to be good at it, so it might last a lot, long, too long. But, James brought up, you know, the money shot. Oh, so God. I would have to go. I would have to go with the first ninety nine. I think. 
That's the only okay. answer. I think it's the only answer. Okay, um, I'm going to plead the fifth because I'm a recently married man, like within the last <laughs> like week, <laughs> and she's going to divorce me <laughs> if I answer this question. This was just for this was for, was for Jose because he made me answer the question on Josh's podcast. Oh, just for Jose. Okay. Whew. But if Rick wants to answer this question, he can answer. Well, I'm obviously the first ninety nine percent would be the logical answer, but the last one percent, can you dodge out of the way? No. Can you duck? No. Oh, no. God. You have to complete. You have to complete. You have, you to, have complete to complete this. To complete the one percent. Because you're not, there. Ninety nine. It's just re- it's repetitive. Uh, <laughs> I guess <laughs> I'll I half-ass it, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll half-ass it ninety-nine percent. Yeah, bro. I gotta I listen not. to this podcast. I, I I saved it. I gotta listen to that tonight, bro. Y'all crazy? It was it was we, it was one of the better. It was a great it was a great episode. We answered some questions that you won't get any other podcast. Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, not suitable for work is uh, is an understatement on that podcast. Listen with caution. Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm gonna check it out too. Hold on. Speaking of podcasts, I forgot I had one. I got to record one day. I'll be forgetting. I, I was hoping the drum and trade would happen while you're on your honeymoon. Because I was I was waiting for the you know in emergency Jamaica. podcast yeah in Jamaica <laughs> emergency podcast you know oh, my Jamaican accent yeah we're just getting congratulations on the wedding Thank congrats Teddy thanks man appreciate congrats, that man. congrats man I don't regret it she might regret it but hopefully that's Has like when I'm eighty I I don't think so I hope not it was the first week is done. Was, was week week is done. This is like day nine. You know, then the kids are gonna come soon. I'm trying. I hope. I'm hoping they're, they're not already cooking up. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm ready. We'll find out soon enough. Oh yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you guys coming on. We're gonna wrap up now. Uh, you know, I'll pop on episode. This is episode three or four of the of the podcast. I'm, I'm, I've lost track at this point already. Uh, you know. Now, uh, Kenny, if you want to plug your podcast, you know, go right ahead. Oh, all right, bet. So, um, my podcast is No Name Mavs Pod. I think I'm on like episode like eight. I think I haven't recorded in like a month, but it's on like every. It's on Spotify, Anchor, all that good shit. Um, and my name it's is gonna make eight one seven. What'd you say? It's gonna make comeback. It's gonna make, it might. It's gonna make a comeback. It might. I just be forgetting, bro. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Plus, I don't got time. I'm in grad school. About to graduate. It's just it's been hectic, bro. But yeah, I got, I'm going to record this week, hopefully. Hopefully. But yeah, be on the lookout, hopefully. At K817. Yep. And then, Rick, you got anything to plug? I, I don't have anything to plug, but I just want to say thanks for having me on the episode, guys. You know, I had a lot of fun. And, no you know, I may, be an idiot, I may be an idiot on Twitter, but I mean, I can have a decent basketball conversation. Especially if I'm joining you can't be a bigger idiot than I am. You can't be a bigger idiot than me. Yeah, th- thank you for coming on last minute. You know, so we appreciate that. I'll, I'll jump on. I mean, it's, it's, it was fun. It was an experience, and I know hopefully I can do it again one day. You know, I'm always available, guys. Yeah, we'll yeah. definitely bring you guys both on again. And all I'm saying is, you can't be a bigger idiot than I am. So. Yeah, yeah.
You're you're quite yeah you're quite the content creator on on the timeline. I'll give you that. <laughs> I so really sure. everybody you. everyone on Twitter needs to follow James. It's really one of the best followers you'll get. I don't yeah, you. Yeah. The people I follow I agree bring the that. content to me. Can I, Grambo? Can I ask a question? What? What time? Horny hours. When? What time does that start? Eastern time. It's Twitter. It happens any time on my timeline. <laughs> my timeline's horny twenty four seven. It's the people I follow. Okay, on that note, I think we'll wrap up. Uh, <laughs> it's not me. It's the people I follow. You're just asking questions that people want I'm to just, ask. I'm just quote tweeting. I'm just quote tweeting what they tweet. Oh, y'all are funny. <laughs> <laughs>